0: Have you ever had a crazy dream that just throws a bunch of random pieces of your life at you, and they're all mixed up in the most nonsensical way? You wake up and you're just kind of like, what the fuck was that? Well, that's basically the best way to describe this podcast. I'm Juby, and I'm just trying to make sense of it all. Once upon a time, in a nightmare long, long ago, I lost myself. I leaned in and jumped headfirst into an ocean of misery after I'd made a promise to me not to swim in anyone else's pool of despair. I spent years treading water while I shrank to accommodate someone else's inflated view of himself. I spent years crying in the shower, begging the steam to choke and drown me. And then it was over, and the clumsy weight of heavy limbs was lifted and the fear of breathing didn't strain my ribs and once again laughter came, freely and frequently. I don't need to learn a lesson more than once. And I know I will never again make myself smaller because someone else needs to feel bigger than the little person they are. But I sure have met a lot of little people on my recent dating adventures. So earlier this year, I was getting to know someone, and I gotta admit, I was excited. He checked all of the boxes on the list. You know the list. Whether we admit it or not, we all keep a list of what we do and do not want in a partner and everything was gravy until he asked me if I would consider dialing my personality back a little bit. Wait, what? He explained that while he was intrigued by and attracted to my outspokenness and bright brash demeanor, he also didn't think he was well equipped, his words, to deal with it all of the time, because I was a lot. Bitch, I am a lot, and I know that, and I love that about me. And anyone without a walnut for a brain loves that about me, too. Well, I suppose there are some non-walnut brain folks that don't love me, but fuck those people. And I am certainly not toning shit down for you. I'm not even the most a lot person I know. Being a lot is in my DNA, okay? One day I'll tell y'all about my grandma. I gotta wonder about these people that want someone to suddenly be less than. How is it that what excites them also repels them? Do they fear someone else outshining them? Will they die if they're not the prettiest trinket in the room? How come they feel compelled to make sure they're the only one sucking all of the energy from the air? Listen, no one's mouth or fingers or genital region is talented enough for anyone to sacrifice their purest self for. In fact, there's currently a review floating around on the interwebs of a certain battery-operated boyfriend that apparently handles all of that just so you don't have to deal with men that want you to change. Anyway, that experience, um, the guy, not the vibrator, coupled with a few others, brought up discussions of compromising self and how that sometimes gets confused with making compromises. You see, meeting for drinks at a midway location is a compromise. Splitting up chores you both hate is a compromise. Taking a Benadryl to spend time with someone and their pet that you're allergic to is a compromise. Altering the core of who you are and what you believe for the sake of anyone else's comfort is not... Make no mistake, this shit doesn't just happen in romantic situations. It can occur in family and friend relationships also. I've been very enthusiastic about paring down my social circle because of it. I think having to change or hide who you truly are most often takes place at work, especially for people of color. The thing is, if you hire me, you're also hiring my mouth and my attitude because that's a big part of what's allowed me to have such an illustrious resume. Like, I might not cuss as much at work, But there will be slang and curse words and suck teeth because my co-workers don't want to catch these hands and I don't want to catch a case. So in these days of being tolerant of everyone and their sensitivities, y'all just going to have to show tolerance for the way I express myself. Getting back to the romantic aspect of it, when I mentioned being accused of being a lot, my male friends all laughed. And then they made disparaging remarks about that dude because they're good friends and they love me. My sister friends just went straight into cutting him to shreds because they're good friends and they too love me. And they are all, also, a lot. But one friend reminded me that my muchness is something to be celebrated, not diminished. And she's absolutely right. That's been the case in most of my relationships, romantic or otherwise. I have a gang of cheerleaders and I reciprocate gleefully. You like it, I love it, let's go. The truth is, most people say they want a partner when they're really looking for a groupie. They want to be the center of the universe. Sorry, baby. My universe already has a sun star, and her name is Juby. This episode was brought to you by my summertime mango mojitos. Next week, we're going to talk about sex and experience and whether how many partners you've had can help or hurt. Shout out to j and who will be providing commentary from the beauty salon.